A story has the power to change the world, whether for good or for evil. Stories instill fear, keeping you up all hours of the night. They instill inspiration, working their way through your brain until you change your life. They instill sadness, bravery, desperation, and hope. Stories can connect thousands of souls to one another, or make a single soul feel that it's completely alone. The power of the story is unmeasured, endless, and infinite. This is one such story, a story from the dream wave. It is human nature to fight, to argue, to have disagreements. We may yell out of the window as another driver cuts us off. We may be short with a co-worker when we have a disagreement in the workplace. We may even say hurtful things to those which we hold most dear. The fact that we are close to someone does not keep us from arguing with them. In fact, some of the harshest words we say are directed at those which we love the most. You argue with your parents your siblings, your best friends. You may even find yourself saying cruel words to that one special person you've decided to spend the rest of your life with. All couples fight, but not all of them make up. On this episode, we witness an unfortunate lover's quarrel as the relationship between the two hangs on by a thread. You have nine New messages. First new message, Friday at 8.15 a.m. Hey, uh, I don't know what was up last night, but I really don't appreciate it when you just shut down and don't talk to me. I know you said sometimes you need your space, and I know Dr. B said that we have to have breaks and give each other space or else things can just continue to escalate, but we're also supposed to agree to come back together and discuss things at some point. You just... Went to sleep. Really? Remember when we first started dating and you were all, I don't like to go to bed angry? And I was like, oh, same. Because last night, that ended up being bullshit. And you went to sleep when I clearly were discussing still. I just remember both of us being on the same page at one point and now we're... not. If you have something to say, then you need to just do that. Say it. Don't shut down. I really don't want to do all this on the phone, but I also know I won't see you until tonight. And I don't want to wait that long and be upset the whole time. Call me back, okay? I'd really like to talk about all this. Or just pack up your shit when I'm not home and leave. That'd be a real dick move, but I don't know what else to expect right now. Bye. Next new message. Friday at 10.16 a.m. Okay, I know you're usually up by now, and I still haven't heard anything back. Are you serious? Oh, and I spilled coffee on my favorite skirt, so that's fun. Look, I know we both like to make fun of the stereotypical nagging girlfriend, but this isn't nagging. You know it's not. 
It's a reasonable request. I just want to talk. You obviously didn't want to talk last night, so as much as I hated it, I gave you the night. Or rather, you took the night without letting me know. I just... I just don't get why you're so upset. Was it what I said? Was it the way I said it? You're usually so good at expressing yourself, at telling me these things. Anything. We have no secrets. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't kind of proud of that fact about our relationship. I... Just a sec. What, Lindsay? Just tell them I'll be back in ten. I'm on my break. We'll play the commercial for them again. If they have any other questions, I can answer when... <sighs> okay. Tell them I'm on my way back. <sighs> Sorry. You know how it is here. We've got some clients in today that are having serious doubts on the final version of the ad we have for them. <sighs> Anyways. I just don't like this feeling between us right now, and I wish we could have talked about it more last night. And for not discussing it by the end of the night, I would have appreciated a heads up that you were turning in. That's it. Please give me a call back when you get this. I love you, Lucas. Okay? Bye. Next, new message. Friday at 11.45 a.m. Hey, did you by chance run into Samir last night? I just saw him today in the hall and something seemed... off. I know he's been pretty upset with everything with his father lately, but today was nothing like that. He's been pretty upset lately, and when I saw him earlier, he was just really... happy? Like, abnormally happy. Like, even if everything was sunshine and rainbows, no one would have any right being that happy. I asked him how everything was, and he replied, fantastic. Have you ever heard him use that word? Even when his dad wasn't in the hospital, I would have never used the word optimistic to describe Samir. I don't know. Just thought you might know something. Give me a call when you can. Next, new message, Friday at 1.03 p.m. Hey, there's something in the skies. Are you seeing this? Call me back. Next, new message, Friday at 2.16 p.m. Lucas, where are you? What's going on? No one here at the office is working, but we also don't want to leave. Are, are you home? You're not answering my calls or texts. I need to hear from you, okay? I don't want this to be like some movie where we never leave and these ships or whatever the fuck they are get ready to blow us all up. The president came on the news. He said they were trying to communicate with the objects in the skies. There's one here in New York. There's one in Seattle. One in Atlanta. There's like two in Australia. One over in India. These things are everywhere. I just, I need to hear from you. I'm sorry about everything. I just need to hear that you're alright. Call me as soon as you can. Next, new message, Friday at 3.20 p.m. Hey, something really weird is going on. Remember when I said Samir was acting weird? Like, unusually happy? More people are acting like that here. Tina was freaking out a bit ago and was getting ready to leave, and Joseph and Samir and some others were trying to get her to calm down, but she wouldn't. So they pulled her into an office. Someone said they were just trying to calm her down, but this was different. They were laughing and smiling as they were taking her into the office. She came back out five minutes later laughing with them. I don't know what they did, but they're all just going back to work now, trying to pretend like these things aren't still in the sky. I think I'm going to try to leave here soon. The elevator isn't working, so I guess I'm stuck going down 30 flights of stairs. If you get this, meet me at the apartment. 
We need to leave now. Please, Lucas, call me back. Next, new message. Friday at 3.45 p.m. Lucas, no matter what you do, go straight home. Lindsay just ran through here saying the aliens are already here. God, I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. She said they've been here. The ships are just the final move. She was yelling off this in the office, and Samira dragged her into the conference room. I don't know what's going on, but more and more people here are acting like everything is fine. There's something happening. I'm leaving now. I'll, I'll see you at home. Please be home. I just... Next, new message. Friday at 3.55 p.m. Lucas, I try to leave, but Samir, Joseph, and Lindsay, they all try to stop me. Something's wrong with them. I can't get out. They, they won't let me leave. Cassie. Hey, Cassie, we just need to see you for a minute. I won't be able to come home. I, I can't get out of here. Lucas, I don't know what's happening. This can't be real. I'm sorry we fought last night. I'm sorry I was so mad this morning. I don't care who's right or wrong. I'm sorry. I don't want to break up. I just I want to see you again. Don't come to the office. Don't go home. Just leave. Get out of the city. Go to your mom's. I'll, I'll try to meet you there. Just leave. <laughs> Cassie, what's going on in here? Leave me alone. Don't touch me. Hey, don't come touch on. Me. We're no, don't just touch here me. to help. Next, new message, Friday at 4.03 p.m. Hey, babe. Just wanted to call you one more time, see if I could get through. Where are you? I know things have been pretty well today, but I have a feeling everything will be all right. I should be getting off in about an hour and was thinking maybe we could eat out tonight. Samir and Lindsay mentioned this great place called Tip Tie. Might be fun to have a little double date and try it out. Just let me know when you're here. Can't wait to see you. I love you. Okay, bye. In the end, we often regret the hurtful things we say to those we love. After the arguing, there is often silence. Then regret. And lastly, the act of making up. Sometimes our disagreements have a happy ending. Other times, the world comes crumbling down around us. Regardless of the ending you receive, it is often best to look back at the time you had and be grateful for it. The hand of fate often strikes without warning. The time you have with someone, those words you say to them, that interaction you share, could very well be the last. Stories from the Dreamwave is a podcast from Dreamwave Productions. This week's episode, New Message, was written and directed and edited by James Atkins. The role of Cassie was performed by Natalie Harris. The role of Lindsay performed by Jamie Venezia. The role of Samir was voiced by James Atkins. And the voicemail was voiced by Saren Taylor. Stories from the Dreamwave theme music is composed by Justin Saruski, and the show Bumper is read by Desiree Farnham. You can follow Dreamwave Productions on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and listen to all the latest Stories from the Dreamwave episodes on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts.